it's Lauren. It's Keith. And welcome back to... And they were ex-roommates. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, we were exes now. There was a gigantic falling out, and um, Oaks had to take Lauren out. And, I mean, it was a, it was such a big deal. Like, right before winter break, it just... It was insane. Yeah, there was a lot of drama, and Keith um, bullied me into moving out. Um, I had to leave. He wouldn't clean the bathroom, and it was really difficult for me. Yeah, and then WSOE um, knew that we had a podcast together and started contacting us, like, how are you guys going to make it work every week? And we said, you know what? We can just change the content. Like, we might be a little more aggressive now, but that's just the nature of, you know, a falling out. So. Yeah. I think this was already kind of like a really petty and mean podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So honestly, so I ended up um, moving into a new house um, with three wonderful girls and who we hopefully will have on the podcast pretty soon um, doing a little guest segments. Yeah, and that'll be so fun. But it's been a minute since we touched base on the podcast. Lauren and I, we ran into each other a few times over break because we're both from New Jersey. But yeah, so Lauren, tell yeah, everyone about- our beefs while in the state of New Jersey. Yes. And WSOE was like, you guys can come back. Um, yeah. I was thinking the other yeah. day, I was like, what if they didn't send us the email to like redo the show? I was like, would we have to come up with a big scandal? Like, because we'd still do the podcast, obviously. But like- yeah, like, what would, would we, we like, do? Like, we're breaking away from WSOE. We're like, going out on our own. We'd, like, 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 be shady and be like, no, like, no one knows what happened with them. Like, and it's like. Like, exactly right. Network and Earwolf wants us. Sorry, guys. We can't yeah. do this anymore. Sorry, we're actually doing things for Barstool now. Like, Barstool Podcasts. And it's just not going to happen. Like. We are the next Call Her Daddy. It's just yeah. true. I mean, looking at our, our demographics and our viewership each week, like. They should be worried. Alex, Alex Cooper, who? Alex <laughs> Cooper, who? <laughs> when Spotify released their weekly charts for podcasts, I was like, finally, like someone can really see us shine. Like top 200, that's yeah, us. Finally, we're shining. <laughs> finally, a place where people can find us. us on the front page. <laughs> Along with the like 25 other podcasts with the same name on Spotify. Yeah. Well, now we're ex-roommates. So maybe, maybe we'll get a little more Oh yeah, now exposure. we have a new name and now we're new name yeah, so new graphic coming soon like it's really we happening bro- we broke up guys and i know that's really hard for the audience to hear and i'm really you know the fans suffer the most when you know two major stars <laughs> battle like this yeah. it's like when Lindsay and paris had their falling out and i get it but don't worry we still love you guys and we're still gonna keep making content for you yeah and we really we put the fans first um but I will say the general public, more than more than a falling out, they do love a comeback story. So, oh, <laughs> you know. Welcome to, the, welcome to the comeback of the year. We're like the. It's only February. We're like the <laughs> Olivia Rodrigo, like Sabrina Carpenter. We're like Olivia Rodrigo coming out with driver's license. <laughs> yeah. And then like Sabrina Carpenter and, and the Sarah other Carpenter. guy. <laughs> oh, I said Sarah Carpenter. Sabrina Carpenter. That's that's the level of relevance that Queen holds. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. The fact that she had to come out with like Oh, are we a, gonna talk about this like, on air? No, I I talk totally about it. disagree with you. I think she had oh, every no. right. So let's okay, first let's break down what a publicity stunt is because everyone wanted to look at this and call it a publicity stunt. It's a publicity stunt. stunt. I don't think it was a publicity stunt. I think it was a publicity stunt for only Olivia and then 
Joshua and Sabrina saw the drama that they were they were brought into and sort of like all their teams sat down and well not all their teams but like their own teams were like how can we do something about this you know like I think it was three different teams doing I agree from a PR standpoint it makes sense but like Olivia Rodrigo just released a breakup song and then Sabrina Carpenter within two weeks who has such little relevance like such little had to make a had to make a response song to the number one song on Spotify. Well, her Dang. she was dropped in it. I get it, and I also will say this was like a whole like I talked about this for like a week straight. But like, I think it's very easy to make a song now, and I don't think people realize how easy it is for a major artist to get in a studio, um, have the song done in oh, three I do days. I think it's very easy, and I do yeah. think that's what happened. But I think when people say publicity's done. It's always like that. That would mean everyone sat down and thought about it, like together. But instead, I think they were profiting off ta- drama they were dragged into. Say, Sabrina Carpenter is not a voice of a generation. She is not the recording artist to beat out here. She's quite irrelevant. What show was she on? Ant Farm? I don't remember. I think Girl Meets um, World. Oh, she was on Girl Meets World. That was what it was. The spin-off, you know, she's just the spin the spin-off of the century. It's a spin-off of one but of the most popular TV shows of the 90s. I think sending her I think stuff. sending her a bunch of hate because of what she made a response and like I don't know. I don't really like it. No, I mean she doesn't deserve the hate. That's the thing. It's like I don't think she ever deserved any hate. I just hate the pettiness from someone who's older and like could have just like t- taken that made an album in a couple of months something and made it more articulate and less like objective like it was very like flat out like this song was about olivia rodrigo and that was it whereas like i feel like driver's license i mean obviously it calls out sabrina carpenter like no no shade like that's just true and she was flooded for weeks with hate in her comments so but the thing is that's people's fault i don't think that was the intention behind writing the song whereas the response song the intention was to do that i think the intention was was to respond to the lyrics in the other song but i also think it was to sort of call out the public i I also think think if people were i think it called out a person and that the original person didn't intend for the hate, there to be that many hate comments, you know? Yeah. I just, who's to say that there is more to it behind the scenes? Like, I don't know. I just assume that if a girl's writing this breakup song about her co-star, that she's probably involved in their life. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah, I just think that there's a level of going and being the bigger person, especially because I think, what's Sabrina, like, probably like five years older, at least? But also, no one's calling out Joshua for, like, going after an underage girl and leading her on. he's the one who deserves it all. He is the one who deserves all the hate comments. And his songs aren't doing well. Like it's No, and people always pit girl against girl, and I don't think that's right. Well, Skin's doing really Skin's doing well for her. So I feel I do feel like good for her. I hope she makes some money. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, I think there's something to be said about how like there was a moment in time where Disney stars and child actresses were really getting a lot of attention and they were able to snowball and they had all everything in their lap like selena gomez demi lovato yeah and that's not where we're at right now that's not where we're at and i she has made like four albums and you know i did dive into some of the material the singles weren't bad the singles weren't bad but 
if this is what she needs to find some success and her name is dragged through the mud, like people are already kind of not on her side when driver's license drops, like at least she is doing something to get her name out there or doing what she thinks. And it is a little beneficial for her. From a, from a career standpoint, whatever. I am no PR. I know how all that works, publicity, whatever. I get it. But from a person standpoint, I just don't think it was the right thing to do. I, don't, I just don't person. see it as bullying because like Olivia Rodrigo has like, she's been number one for four weeks. Her, she has like her song went number one debuted there and it's the first time a solo singer's song debuted at number one since 2004 like just their first single by a female I just look at I guess my I think my perspective is just that like I'm 21 let me look up how old Sabrina Carpenter is she's your age so she's 21 I just and how old do you have I guess she's 16 or 17 she's 17 like Olivia Rodrigo yeah like I as a 21 year old cannot fathom like doing that in response to a 17 year old no matter what it is you know what I mean and it is yeah. di- it's different it, it created international publicity it created scandal it created it was the number one song but at the same time you have to say one person is 17 and is a child and the other person is 21 and is adult an adult so not you specifically I but I wish people kept that energy when they talked about Joshua like teaching the 16 year old how to drive you know, and I think yeah, it's unfortunate I, I feel, that we're pitting everyone you. against each other. But I also think I think we, we should just talk about how it's not about the girls; it's about Joshua. Yeah. And well, Sabrina did make a better song than dealt he did, with so. by him. I don't know. I mean, she did, but Spins that's just off. because I mean. But I don't know. I just think that no one should have deserved the hate other than probably Josh, and the fact that it's just like people can't it's always they want to go after whoever they believe the other woman to be and that's not always fair and I do agree with that but I just like I said as a person I would just hope the older girl who has a lot more life experience could have taken the higher road yeah I see that I think I tend to always think of it like these are stars who literally like she's been what in the music industry and all this stuff with the public talking about her for well not like not like not like all the public like this is a lot more publicity but it's a lot more polarizing attention toward her to begin with so like you can tell that this is sort of like not I would never say outburst but you can tell that this was just something she released you know what I mean like yeah if they gave it more time, I don't think the song would have at all been something that seemed at all mean. So, like, that's why I feel like it's a little more yeah, organic than thing. people think. Like, yeah. I think it's profiting off drama. I mean, I'm, but... not saying it's, I'm not saying it's not organic, but I just think it's cheap. And that's yeah. that's where I feel on it. It's, it's very. It was a cheap shot. It is very taking and... advantage of your 15 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, it's taking advantage of your 15 minutes of fame is a cheap shot in order to get make some money, get your name out there, and hope for stardom i like watching and people I rise like, it. like i just find it so fun so i've been like seeing what's up but i think i think it's about taking those 15 minutes and then making something out of it and i i hope that she can do that but it's just about like the future months like we'll see what we're saying in like a few months you know yeah i don't know it's just like i think back to seven 17 years old i know for a fact i was a child and like, and I'm still feel like a child now, but 17 is a child. <laughs> and yeah, like Olivia Rodrigo seems so young to me. She seems like a little girl. And yeah. 
I, like I, again, like I said, like these are people with a lot of life experience and like one person can literally legally buy alcohol and one can't for four more years like there is like a difference in age here and like experience and maturity and I just would hope to see more from someone who maybe has more experience or could have done something to maybe form like a bond with Olivia Rodrigo something like that like come out in a different way and be better than Joshua Bassett and rise above that together instead of going after one another and that's kind of how I feel about it. Because I don't buy into the classic celebrity scandal and celebrity feud thing. It's not, I like to joke about it, but it's not like, I just don't think it's the right thing to do. I think it's easy to see it what could, celebrity pairings better. are real and what aren't. Um, yeah. Like, for example, I don't think Sean Mendes and Camila Cabello are actually a thing. You don't think they're actually together? I, think, I totally think they're actually together. I think they're actually together, but... I think they're wrong in thinking that it's so beneficial for them. Mm, why is that? It's just so the way that it developed was very similar to how they, how Justin and Brittany sort of, mm. Oh, we have something to talk about there, but um, how oh, yeah. did you watch? Did I watch what? Framing Britney Spears. It's like a documentary by the oh, New York I times, that, but I listened to a whole podcast on their relationship. Yeah. But, Oh yeah. <laughs> you sent it to me. But um, there's a whole documentary that got released and it's kind of blowing up because it talks about, I think it's a future topic, so we'll move along. Yeah, no, but I'll definitely watch. I'd probably, I'd probably love that. Sean and Camilla just, it's just, I think they tried to push it and they thought because Senorita did well that it was because of their relationship. But I really think Senorita was just like a song of the summer type vibe, you know? That's how I feel too. Yeah, like it just I worked. I don't even think Latin I knew they were dating vibe. at the time it came out. Like yeah, <laughs> but it's just then it was like them all the time. And Sean Mendez, like he released an album in must have been December and like the last week of November, and it just didn't do well. And they paired it with this documentary, and it basically centered around his love for her. Like, I think they're pushing it as like this plotline focal point for his career, but it's just not interesting to anyone the documentary was so strange you watched it no I, it's just like so unnecessary i watched part of it and i was He's, like why do you <laughs> need a sean mendez documentary that's exactly i low-key like i watched the shower scene and then i was like oh like i'm done because like <laughs> low Wait, key i have another member do i want to know if i'm having a false memory he was in MagCon, correct yes and props to him for breaking <laughs> oh, out of that no but props for him for getting out of mag he's like oh the God, only MagCon that isn't America. MagCon anymore he's like the only hey, one who broke Nash out of it Greer has a child mm, yeah <laughs> he's a successful youtube star yeah yeah <laughs> um <laughs> no but like his album it's just Sean Mendes isn't at the point in his career where it's interesting for him to make a documentary like he's tired from touring no. like that's not a good plot line even like Demi Lovato has one so documentary silly. has two documentaries and they're both about traumatic events that she's gone through and it worked it made sense like the public wants to know um she's lived enough life in that short amount of time to yeah. make a documentary about it. Sean Mendez was in MagCon. He was a Vine yeah. star. Are you joking? I low-key think a documentary I, then would have been more interesting than one now. Like going from Vine to oh, like Oh, I'd love to watch a MagCon documentary. Totally. Yeah. Because be like it. it's just like, oh I'm tired from touring. Like Camilla's the love of my life. Like I'm just like, what? Like <laughs> okay. 
I'm like, wow, you're not a seasoned veteran of a performer. Like, yeah. calm down. And like, he's talented, but someone needs someone needs to step in. Like, he's cool. I just we really are. We are both dragging today. We're, I just you know what? Shawn Mendes grew his hair out. The songs just aren't that good. I mean, he's hot as hell. Good for him. Well, I don't know. I'm not paying attention anymore. Is all I'm saying. But <laughs> I just but, think, I think he's hot. He is. He it. is. I just good for, good for him. I think. I think something needs to happen to make him more, more, um, oh, you're going to think this is an interesting statement, but I really feel like you could take Harry Styles album and switch it with Shawn Mendes. And it's literally just the image that's different. You suck. And I hate you. I just, I feel so strongly about that. Like, I really just feel like I like don't even think that is worth discussing. I think if you took we're going to get nowhere. I think I think Sean Mendez could have made watermelon sugar and it could have done nothing. That's all I'm saying. I think Harry Styles saying I really feel like (laughs) I just feel very strongly in my blood could have been. (laughs) You're gonna drag me. No, they're not even remotely cognizant of each other. Adore you is. Adore you. Blasphemous. No. Not sign of the Disagree. times or anything. Adore you is a basic male pop song. Yeah. On a p- male pop album. I'm just saying that like Sean Mendes could have sang it. I've thought that for a while, but it's finally out there. I don't know what he's doing for gender norms that everyone wants to scream about. Um, yeah, I went there. So. Dude, dude, we could, I could go there on other people that all too close to your heart we could go back and forth and oh. i honestly just don't want to what are you gonna talk about about people that i like <laughs> positions <laughs> okay like i'm not here to defend ariana grande anymore personally i just oh i think they're thir- back loyalties i mean i listen to her back catalog but 34 35 is like the worst oh she put a light on <laughs> i did i turned the light on just so it's everyone knows, we're though, zooming. But I just can't be sitting in the dark anymore. Yeah, we're zooming in. We're um, zooming. Lauren's in, in her new place, and I'm I'm back in the OG, the OG, and they were roommate studio, and yeah, she was in the dark You're for a while. You're in your bedroom. <laughs> no, it's just it's the studio, Lauren. It's the studio. It's where we record every week. We never recorded in there. How no, many it's the times studio. I asked to record in bed, and you said no. It's the studio. Um, yes. No sponsored by WSOE they came in they built it all up and they I'm not saying they love us the most I'm just saying like yeah we have a studio uh, anyway yeah, that tap that that tapestry hanging in the background that's really it yeah what do you think of 3435 because I just think that's a bad song I think it's one of the worst songs she's I put mean, her name to I think it's like it's not a good song I think it's catchy and mm. I think that it's I mean, I, like, I kind of love, like, I do love when she sings about sex and things along those lines, because I do think that that's kind of always been, Ariana Grande has really been someone who normalizes singing about sex, almost in a way really? that's, like, really commercial. I feel like I Positions is a new, way- I feel like Positions is a new form of that for her. Like, I think there's a lot more confidence on the new that, record. But, like, side to side yeah she's like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna get explicit on the podcast yeah, but i don't find it funny it. don't don't get us copyrighted here <laughs> yeah but like side to side i recently re-listened yeah. to that and i was like oh 
my yeah. younger brain didn't pick up on that. She's walking side to side. Like she, <laughs> she she's, she's damaged. She's <laughs> she she's broken. Yeah. She's still sore. Yeah. So But I feel like on the topic of pop stars, maybe we should just move into the halftime show. Into the weekend? Yes. Yeah, the, weekend. the Super Bowl was yesterday, everybody. Yeah. Lauren and I are big sports fans, but we're gonna save that for the other podcast. Of so. course, yeah, we don't need, except um, I have an opinion that I don't even think is controversial at this point. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers bought the Super Bowl. We all know that they yeah. bought the three best players in the entire league and won their first Super Bowl. Crazy. Who could have seen it coming? I mean, I didn't. I, I don't know anything about football, so. No, they literally, so um, Antonio Brown, Gronk and Tom Brady are like literally the three best players like in the NFL and they only got they only got like they only got traded not even traded they got like bought basically by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers just gave them a shit ton of money a ton of money to go and play for Tampa Bay and so they had this like three of the biggest powerhouses in the NFL now playing for them. Whereas the chiefs genuinely as a team just deserve to go to the super bowl. Cause they were genuinely good. Whereas Tampa Bay had three good players. Yeah. And I guess that's all you need I, to come uh... there. It's just like really unfortunate to see that. And it's wow. not sportsmanlike, and it's disappointing. You're really talking really football rights. Wow. No, I was with a bunch. I was with um, my guy friends last night watching the football game. So I was in it. You I, know? Was... I was with boys who are screaming at the TV. So Tom Brady has seven rings, right? Who had seven rings first? Oh, Ariana Grande or Tom Brady? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You tell. You tell us. You tell us. Um, that Ariana Grande. So. It was Ariana. She had seven rings first. Get it right. Do she not had get seven rings. Tom Brady. Honestly, I don't even count this as his seventh ring. I do not care. I get it. It is one, but he is a fraud, a cheater, and the worst. We think he's a cheater, too. He's been caught, he's been caught for cheating in the past. Have you wow. ever heard of Flategate? Oh, like, the deflated. Deflate that was because of him? Wow. Yes. The Patriots. When he was That's with like, Patriots. Like, I feel like the hype. That reminds me of when an artist drops a song and it automatically goes number one. It's like, he's like at the point where they just assembled a really successful NFL team for him to win. I don't know anything about the NFL, yeah. but. It's just like so disappointing. And it's just like, ugh, I don't know. It's just, it's not what you want to see. Like it wasn't entered. It wasn't even entertaining to watch. Yeah. Because it was just basically rigged. It felt like watching. You're just like, you knew who was going to win and yeah. you knew why. And it wasn't for any fair reason and I think that takes the fun out of watching sports I still feel like I don't know if some things are one point some things are two I don't know when you do the kick kick all right goal I don't all right here's here's what you need to here's what you need now I'm gonna give it to you straight a safety is two points a field an extra point is one point a field goal is three points and a touchdown is six points. But when do they even do the field goals like what confused me is do you know how in basketball they all line up next to each other and then shoot the ball Yes, I'm just like that is a that is a free throw. When do you <laughs> when do you have time to like just put the ball down and kick it in football? Like I don't get it. They they set it up. It's like it's like I we'd have to actually have <laughs> I'd have to sit down and watch a football game with you and explain this to you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean, like I've been to a few Giants games, so shout out Giants. They're my favorite team. Um, 
Well, I'm a Jets fan because we're really? the blue collar team of New York. See, New New York Giants are actually in New Jersey, so I feel a little like you. I know. So are the Jets. You did us wrong. I hear the Giants are good wait, at their wait. their. I hear they're Every, really okay. good at them. This needs to. Be <laughs> and, and here's what you need to know: is the New York Jets and the New York Giants both play at MetLife, which is in New Jersey. They both wait. play in New Jersey. The Jets they play, play there at too. The same stadium. Yes. Wait, they're such posers. Why they do I only the like the Giants? They're the same stadium. What is it? Why do I feel like it was only the Giants? I thought the Jets were somewhere else. But, no, they're the same. It is the same. Oh. Anyway, the main event of the I show is the halftime. One's in the, one's in the AFC and one's in the other one. I don't remember what it's called. But there's like two separate. The AFC and the. Hold on. Hold on, now we, we need to finish this conversation. NFC. Okay, so the National Football League. I thought it was NFC. National Football League versus American Football League. So what? So the Jets are in one and the Giants in the, are in the other. So they never play against each other unless it was would be the Super Bowl. So the oh. people who are in the Super Bowl, it's the winner of the NFC Championship, which is the National Football League, versus the winner of the American Football League Championship, the AFC, and then they play against each other. Series national champion. Wait, but what if the two best teams are the ones who are like on the same league, or does it just not ever work that like that? Well, then they don't. They don't. Oh, they don't play on a home field for the Super Bowl. Well, football rights. I want the best team to go further, and my charity for twenty twenty one is going to be to make sure that all football players are represented on all teams. I don't know what that made absolutely zero sense. You're saying that the NFC can fight can't like an nfc and an nfc can't be in the super bowl no i think that's messed i think that's messed up that is how tournaments function <laughs> no i don't so... think so no all right let's go into what keith knows about the super bowl <laughs> yeah which is the weekend's performance yeah so the weekend's halftime show i think there was a lot going on it there were a few restrictions because of COVID, which I think we'll get into, but I think it ultimately held back the performance a little bit. I feel like The weekend is really, like, he's really artistic, and I think his halftime show had potential to be one of the best. Yeah, it was underwhelming. It was better than Justin Timberlake's, and it was better than Maroon 5. Everything's better than Maroon 5's. Um, Everything, I hate Maroon 5. That is a stance I'm taking now. Oh, me too. Public stance. Me too. They're sellouts. Uh, only decent, only except, only exception is songs for Jane. Everything <gasps> else, sellouts. That's how I feel. That's how I feel. Yeah. But yep. no, I think The weekend was a great choice. I think, here's what held it back for me. That show was 14 minutes. I think they could have cut, earned it. I don't really care for that song. I never did. So that's a personal take. But they could have cut one of the hits and made at least one or two longer. I felt like he sped through True. all the first hits and then went to Blinding Lights on the Field. Blinding Lights on the Field was meant to be the big moment. It was meant to it be really the cool. big one. And that was that's what saved it, in my opinion. That was really uh, sick. It was kind of scary. It made me feel like I was in an alternate universe. Yeah. <laughs> I liked that, though. I was like, wow, he's actually doing something. I liked something it a lot, but like, I just was like, who? New and something authentic. And What's the song? Oh, I Can't Feel My Face. I hated yeah. that part. Really? I liked I hated it. that. Well, I know it was like an ode to like the music video, but I thought that it was just like kind of unnecessary and it lasted too long. It was an ode to, so in Heartless, they built the same structure. So I thought that was actually cool because it was an album tie-in. 
what really held it back for me was the fact that he only operated his performance on the side stage of the venue. And that was because with COVID, they couldn't build a main stage in the center of um, the field. Like they couldn't do it. And I think it really held back his performance because if he was on that field sooner, even I think it would have been better, even if it was just the dancing guys. But if he could have built one sort of main stage and then brought it all together, I think it would have just been better. I, I almost found myself being like, my first, can he do something like with, with the people who were like stacked up on like the bleachers or whatever it was. My first thought when they they came out and it was like this kind of gospel-y moment, I was like, oh my God, is Kanye West Sunday service like making an appearance? Like that was my first thought. <laughs> That's so I was funny. like, oh my God, Sunday service, cameo, tie-in. That's so <laughs> It's, yeah. I personally also, I feel like he could have opened with the hills instead of Starboy. Like I just felt like mm-hmm. that was a good decision. Because the hills has that crashing sound, like I just with the car, like it could have. I thought about it a lot, and I was just like, Did you "Everyone's rooting for I you." Really but felt so strongly that he was really doing like an ode to Michael Jackson with his outfit, specifically his shoes. And did you watch? I don't know during what part, but he was standing, and he was singing and just standing on the stage, and he had his. Um, toe like in PK, which is a ballet term. I apologize, it's not gonna make sense. Oh, wow, look at you with your ballet. Um, like, damn, I know. Um, but and it was like literally like you could t- take a screenshot of that and be like, that is Michael Jackson in like 1985. Like it literally just like to a T. Like that was a very traditional Michael Jackson pose. The way he was moving, like, and I I know they say that about him that they say he's like the next Michael Jackson. But I just really thought that I think he was kind of hinting at that in his outfit choice. And somebody tweeted something phenomenal. Oh, my God. Um, The Pepsi halftime show is all about Coke. (laughs) No, 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 no. (laughs) This one was that. um, No, that's kind of funny. That's a good one. Um, (laughs) But it was that when they ran onto the field to do blinding lights and they started moving around. Someone goes, this really gives me new directions rushing the football field during thrill times head rule heads will roll vibes. <laughs> do you remember that? I actually when, like, they did Oh on Glee when they did thriller oh. like, a mashup of thriller and heads will roll. And it like I really think it looked just like it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I was never a Glee guy. I feel like we talked about it on the podcast actually. We had our I Glee know, moment. You need to watch it. But it's so culturally re- relevant. <laughs> the red suit has been a tie-in with the album since the beginning and all through the visuals. I think his... Do you know how they all collapsed at the end as if they were dead? Yeah. I think that's a tie-in with the album's plot, too. So I think it's cool that I he tied everything into the, the album. I think the album's plot, yeah. totally. And that's so cool. it was very much a hint. I think it was totally everything, a hint, though, at Michael Jackson. His, like, DNA as a musician is really Michael Jackson and Prince, like... Like yeah. I just, yeah, it's totally so strong, yes. and I feel like even I feel yeah. like coming one of his biggest hits. Like he's mimicking Michael a little bit. I totally feel the same. And way. blinding yeah, lights. I mean, I overall really enjoyed the performance. I knew every song, which is like a telltale of someone who really earned their place at the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like when I'm sitting in a room, and I'm not a huge Weekend fan. Like I don't list, I don't have his albums or anything. But like the yeah. fact that I knew every song. That really, to me shows that like he earned his spot to perform at the Super Bowl. Yeah, I think it was a little underwhelming, but there's so much goodwill around him that like I'm not mad at him. Like he did well with the restrictions that were in place, and like he performed yeah. well. Like he's talented; he totally. earned it. 
he does he did put out a greatest hits collection with this it's crazy because like you can just see that even his album tracks are hits and he really has built himself mm-hmm. up to that point he really has so yeah all all love for um, the weekend let's keep- Let's keep on the celebrity gossip train and come to something that I have been heavily invested in and researching for the past few days. Um, Cannibalism. Oh, I also have a... Cannibalism. (laughs) I also have a personal... I have a few personal tie-ins to this story that I have to be careful about how much I give away of. I am not a cannibal. Would like to put that out there. I do not know anyone who is a cannibal. Sounds sketch Um, already. I know, I know. But so I really didn't know this army hammer gossip that was going on. But then I didn't know I it either. was out with this guy and we were on a date and he's a weirdo. Like this guy is certifiably a weirdo. And, you know, we're going, he's driving me home and we're coming back to my house and he asks me a question out of the blue. But here's the thing. I've kind of gotten to know this guy for a while and like I was like, okay, like you're a weird dude, but I kind of like it because I'm kind of a weird girl. Like it's okay. But this was a new level of weird. New level of weird. Was it Army Hammer weird? Kinda. He goes, if I have a weird question for you, Lauren. I was like, okay. He goes, if you were a cannibal. (gasps) And I said, and in my head, I'm like, okay, I have to, I, I'm just going to take this. I'm going to, I'm going to do it. He goes, would you prefer to eat a thigh or like an arm? And I was like, I think a thigh. Time and And place. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, I think probably a thigh. And he was like, oh yeah, I kind of, I definitely agree with you. And proceeded to explain to me why that was the correct choice based on the artery placement. And needless to say that I will not be seeing him again. Are you kidding? <laughs> That's like, no, I'm just kidding. Kind of, kind of a kinky, you know, we can say that word. And then I texted my friend and I was like, LOL, this weird thing happened to me. Blah, blah. And they go, wow, army hammer vibes. And I was like, whoa, what about army hammer? Like, what did Army Hammer do? And now I'm into the Army Hammer tea. I've watched every deep dive on YouTube. There's hour-long, like, things with screenshots of the DMs he was sending, like, Instagram models, his ex-wife and showed pictures of his initial that he carved into her body. (gasps) And his ex-girlfriends are talking about how he found doctors in Los Angeles who would remove their ribs because they didn't need all of them. I'm using air quotes right now. Wait. That is literally what was said. Let's rewind. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Yeah. He's, I just, did it, like, sometimes I find things on social media, especially TikTok, to just be so fabricated and false. I don't, I don't think it possibly can be. But you're saying that, like, he knows a doctor who like removed like just repeat it no but it didn't it didn't happen yeah okay let me explain so this first of all we should preface with this with army hammer is a seasoned actor of like two decades across two decades now he is someone who has a lot of money and a lot of power 
And the fact that his agency, as well as his publicist, dropped him. That's validity to the DMs. That's validity to the that DMs. Is mad, that's mad validity. Because he's someone who has been in major, major films. The like, thing about it. With a humongous career. The thing about it is that it is bad PR for them to keep him because of the DMs. Yeah. We don't know if he's actually done anything. But the DMs are enough. He's done anything. The DMs are enough for him to kind of be like, ooh, this is bad. But at the same time, like, he just got divorced from his ex-wife, who's coming out and has proof of some, like, it's abusive, honestly, of things he did to her. What did he do? He he carved the letter A into her body with a knife. Oh, no. Yeah, and she released pictures. Yeah, um, Elizabeth okay. Chambers. And I didn't realize the validity. His, Things with this are stacking yeah, up very his, fast. And an ex-girlfriend of his who was a professional athlete came out, and she was the one who said that when I was dating him, he would repeatedly ask, like, bring up wanting to eat and barbecue my ribs. And was, like, very – and, like, actively, she claims to have looked into this. And this has been – like published by more like articles have been written on yeah. this and like she's been interviewed about it about how he was like I found a doctor who will remove one of your ribs because it's you don't need it to live and like I want to barbecue it while you watch and I want to eat it in front of you imagine staying in a relationship with someone and that's like the toxic trait yeah. and you're just like let's hang on for another two months like I'd exactly. be like, and let's go. Too, that's kind of weird is his ex-wife is bringing this up now, but she's also not really like saying that she like found any of it strange at the time. Yeah, that's the I thing about super it. Super interesting. I'm just but curious. At the same time, he must be really good in other ways. If people are like, well, here's the thing that's really interesting too is that it's coming out that like he apparently doesn't use safe words. He is claiming that this is part of his BDSM practice and that this is just something that he's by calling him a cannibal and denouncing him and everything that the public is kink shaming him um oh my god that's what that's what his statement is um i just think it's super strange um i could go i want to go more into this as more information does come out so I'm going to put all this information out here. This is the information that, like, I have from, like, what's out in the public and what's been written about. This is, like, but I really you're so passionate. Like you're so passionate. No, and so I feel like this is, like, a new this. light. And I'm, like, she's really invested. No, this is the weirdest thing to happen in so long. And I'm so into it. But I'm not into it. Not into cannibalism. Like, denounce that shit. Yeah. But also, I will say that allegedly... Um, and this is, like, definitely not confirmed, and I'm not saying Army Hammer killed anyone, but, like, I would just say check TikTok, okay? I'm just going to say check TikTok. That's how you know. Because some interesting theories. Oh. And it's starting, and that came, the TikTok came out yesterday, and now it's starting to get picked up by some, like, third-party, like, news outlets, which I'm not going to start believing it until it actually comes out. I want to hear the Post talk about it. I want to hear the New York Times talk about it. I want to hear, like actual like major news yeah talk about it before i give validity to those allegations yeah but it's definitely seems to be piling up quickly and it's messy and why would his publicist and agency drop him if they didn't see it coming i think it's crazy 
I don't think I they think saw it coming, wild. but I think when DMs like that leak, unless they're real, there's there's no reason for him to. If he went on, like they're clearly not fake. And now that there's all this they stuff, can't be fake. it's just stuff like that like shatters your image, and it's not. And also, he has these videos of his child sucking on his toes <gasps> that he like put on the internet, and that he goes hashtag foot fetish. And Do you it know, is his, like, can't be more than two-year-old son. There's, like, a few things in this world that I wouldn't even say, even before we were in a space of cancel culture, things that people just will never like and never tolerate, and rightfully so. Yeah. Pedophilia mm-hmm. is the number one. Then you have assault. I didn't really think cannibalism would be bringing, be, be like, in the light. But we can tack that on I the list. I didn't think we'd be talking about cannibalism in February of 2021. <laughs> I didn't think that's are. where we were. But I guess after 2020, that's just what you get. Um, when you told me about this, you were like, oh, Army Hammer and Timothy Chalamet. And I was like, oh. And then I was like, oh, call me by your oh, name. Because I like, I, oh, here's my thing on it. Is I just really want to hear what Timothy Chalamet has to say. Yeah, that's I what it said when a, I... I want him to make a statement. When I, I like prepped for this, I was like... What's Timothy up to? And it's just a bunch of memes like Timothy when they get on set for Call Me By Your Name too. I, know, I didn't know they were they love interests. So I was like grass together. There's like some really yeah. like, close knit scenes in that. Like I really want to know <laughs> if like they're not the Army's same, like looking at his ribs. Like mm. yeah, I'm like he's a kind of a bony little Victorian looking boy. Like I'm like he's probably not into maybe it. Maybe he was. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's into it. Maybe he doesn't have enough meat on his bones to barbecue. Like I don't know. Yeah, but. I want to hear what Timothy Chalamet has to say. Timothy, if you hear this, I'm calling you out. I want a statement. I want to know what stories you have on set. Tell me about it. It must be really weird, though, because when you're a star like that, like Army Hammer, you know that you're not supposed to be doing that in your DMs. You can DM people. You can DM people. You can do whatever you want, but you know that it's going to come out eventually. No one's that dumb. He literally said in a DM, I am 100% a cannibal. Yeah. He said, I'm 100% a cannibal, the blood drinking. It's just like, you know when you're doing that. Like, he, that means that at that point he has validated his feelings into being real. And I don't know. It's just, you know that he's okay with what he's doing. Oh, absolutely. And it's just gross. Did you see the statement? He was, like, mad at everyone. And he was like, no, I'm just not doing the J-Lo movie. Like, no. Like, you actually got kicked off. That's how you know his publicist left. Actually, J-Lo didn't want you to didn't want to lose a rib. That's what happened. That that sucks. When your publicist turns on you, you know. Like, he he doesn't know what to do. He's just this cannibal with, like, no press. Like... (laughs) He's like, what am I supposed to do? Not eat my girlfriends? Come no. on. What a bummer. The branding with the initials know. seems like a lot. Like, that's, like, culty. It, that's it not even cannibalism. Like that's just culty. Yeah, and he claims that it is part of his BDSM practice, but there's also people who, you know, are really into BDSM saying, listen, we do not condone this. This is not what <laughs> it is. Um, hurting people, eating people, killing people. The BDSM community the has spoken, everyone. They are not here for They're Army like, Hammer. They, no, they said assault, not a kink. Cannibalism, not a kink. Yeah. Just not. 
And that is what we are going to leave you with, you guys, this week. Moral of the story, um, cannibalism is bad. And that's what we wanted to tell you. In case you didn't we know. We just wanted you to all know, no cannibalism. You cannot yeah. eat your girlfriend or your wife or your significant other or your boyfriend or your girlfriend. Or, or literally anyone. Or literally anyone. You literally can't eat anyone. It is not cute. It is not a sexual kink. Don't do it. I'm glad that Lauren and I can really clear the air on that because I know there's a lot of people out there who just <laughs> needed us to talk about it. And we did. I'm so glad we could bring this to light. I'm so happy that we can use our platforms for good and make sure that people don't partake in cannibalism. That's what it's about for us. That's what it's been about since day one. And so now that we're here and we're doing it, that's what we want to leave you with. All right, guys, and we will catch you next week on And They Were Next Week. All right, bye.